Welcome to the Nerd Stalgic Podcast with your host, the Ginger Howdy beans and welcome back to another exciting celebration of the Nerd Stalgic Podcast. I'm your host, Luke the Human. I hope you're all doing well. Hope you're all good, as per usual. Before I get started today, I've got to do a bit of housekeeping. It's going to be the final housekeeping of the year and of this season. Um, so make sure for the final time, as a, a late Christmas present, early New Year's present for me, um, make sure that you are following me on Twitter at nerdstagic underscore pod. And if you listen to this on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. But most importantly, make sure you subscribe and click that notification bell so you never miss whenever I release a new episode. So it's my two year anniversary. This is my I can't believe I've been doing this for, for two years. It's uh, if it's crazy to think that I've been doing this for so long that I've been sitting here in my room in front of my computer uh talking to myself while reading notes it's it's quite interesting that i've been doing it for two years but i i love it and i enjoy it and i plan to to keep doing it and to keep going um but i just wanted to say thank you genuinely from the bottom of my heart to everybody um for help and support this year this season it's been an incredible um year to be honest i i feel like i've grown i've gotten better i've had a new mic i properly invested in youtube i've invested in doing thumbnails and um, being more active on on twitter now x that's how much things have changed it's not even twitter anymore it's x now um i've been a lot more proactive and, and wanting to get to know people a lot more inside of the indie podcasting scene um, I joined a, uh, I can talk about it now because it's been spoken about and I hope Chat Tsunami doesn't mind, um, but I'm now part of a podcast collective called The Pod Pack, which is absolutely wonderful to be, uh, not just, let, not to be sort of considered and asked, it was, was uh, genuinely lovely and it was by Chat Tsunami and Dan from Casting Views and Sean from review it yourself and you had the two ladies as well from two girls one responsible cup which i still say to this day is one of the best podcasting names in the world it's it's great every time i hear it it makes me chuckle it's a fantastic name for a podcast um if you haven't heard of any of those podcasts please do go check them out they, they are incredible and they do some incredible things but this year as it's been immense for me. Um, and as I did last year for my first year of sort of uh, anniversary doing podcasting, um, I wanted to, again, look back at this year, season two, uh, about the highlights, you know, for things that are, went on Spotify, how things went on YouTube and other things like that. Um, so like off the top, uh, just to begin with, uh, this episode is going to be very loosey-goosey. It's not going to be a very, it's going to be me mostly just, talking about myself which is something I don't like doing uh, for somebody who can talk for England whenever it gets around to talking about myself I really don't like it um, but I'm going to give it a go anyway um, so yeah so to begin with in total I have made 127 episodes um, over the past two years um, in December I managed to reach 100 episodes of my main quest series um, I have done sort of side quests as well and bonus episodes like the Doctor Who specials that I did 
for the 14th anniversary and like the Christmas celebration, as well as like the side um, quests I do for the book reviews and things like that. So in total, I've done about 127 episodes, which I'll be honest, I generally thought I did more than that. So to know I only did 127 is quite surprising, really. But I recently reached 100 episodes with My Neighbor Totoro. That one's doing really, really well. People seem to like it. I'm really enjoying um, going through Studio Ghibli. Those movies are such a delight. Even Grave of the Fireflies, even though that movie broke me and it still haunts me to this day. Um, I'm still glad I watched it because I'm so appreciative that something like that, the material that it, it is, exists and is shared and people are able to access it and to really understand the story of, of that time. And it's still a quite beautiful but sad, tragic story. I won't get into it because I don't want to start tearing up again. But it's, it has been one hell of a ride. And I'm glad that my 100th episode was a happy, cheerful, lovely episode like My Name of Totoro. I didn't plan it to be. Um, as I, I had to sort of pre-record uh, the night of before I release the episode. A quick thing at the beginning of like, uh, this was my 100th episode. Um, I didn't know it at the time, but um, I'm going to celebrate it which i am talking about it now in this anniversary but at the time i didn't know it was going to be and i'm glad it was of, of all the episodes i did this year i'm glad totoro was the 100th one it did it, it was like it was fate it just happened to uh happen also as well on the on sort of the uh spotify front on the podcasting front my current rating on spotify is a 4.7 i was at 4.8 i did go down so um a bit of a bummer but you know what it's fine this year we i saw a huge resurgence in, in listeners so the more people that listen you're going to get more people who sort of some people that like you some people think you're average some people that don't like you which is fine um it was to be expected but a 4.7 is still pretty good i'm still quite proud of 4.7 and that is us on spotify with 31 ratings which I'm again, I'm still quite chuffed with, to be honest. Um, but if you haven't yet, if you listen to this and you haven't rate, uh, done a rating and you listen on Spotify, um, if you're on your phone, I think you can only do this off mobile for some unknown reason. You can't do it if you're on the, your computer. But if you listen to this on your, on your mobile or sort of tablet or any sort of device like that, if you go, if you sort of come out while you listen to me talk, talk you through it, you scroll up to the top of my page and there'll be a little star. You press on the star, or it might give you an option of these three little dots in the line. Click on that, and it'll say rate. And then from there, you can choose either five stars to one star, and like whatever you feel like is fair. Um, wherever your rating it will be, I completely agree with because that's your opinion, and I want to improve. So if you haven't rated yet, please do. Um, for some unknown reason, how Spotify works, the higher rating you have, the more that your podcast is, is seen and shown on the Spotify um, playlists. So that the more people rate it, the more people will see it. And then the more feedback I'll get and then I'll be able to do more things and grow. And obviously, that's the, even though this is a hobby, I still want to grow this hobby and make it as big as it possibly can be. So if you haven't uh, rated yet, please do whatever you feel is fair. Again, I'll leave that discretion to you. You rate whatever you feel like is fair. But the option is there if you would like. It helps me out immensely. Anyway, so how this episode is going to go, as I mentioned, it's going to be very loosey-goosey, very sort of free speaking. It's going to be me just... I've got notes, but I'm not really... They're all just bullet points, really. Most of my notes ever I do for any of my episodes are all bullet point notes anyway. Um, I don't like running by a script. I don't like just sitting there going, oh, I like this movie because I liked it. And, you know, I, I'd rather do like a bullet point of like this part of the film or this part of the book. 
then I'll just that sort of rings true in my head of like, okay, I remember that moment, and then I'll just talk a bit, sort of like, you know, off the cuff of like what I thought about that scene or moment and blah blah blah. So this episode is going to be very loosey goosey, a lot more sort of um, freer than normal, because um, again, it's it's just a conversation between us lot. Um, but how this episode is going to go is I've got I've split it up into sections, right? So. The first section is going to be talking about Spotify. Then section two will be talking about YouTube. Section three will be talking about um, Goodreads and my sort of experience and how it's gone with books and that sort of thing. And then finally, it will be my plans for the future. And then we're going to wrap up nicely uh, thanking people um, and all that jazz. So we've got a lot to get through. Um, I'm very, very excited. Um, it's going to be really, really fun to look back at uh, my year in podcasting, year two, my second season, and then plans into next year of what season three is going to be like. So uh, without further ado, allons-y. So Spotify has been really good to me this year. Um, I really, really have enjoyed my time with Spotify. This is where I began. This is my bread and butter, so to speak. I started here. Um, I actually started this behind um, closed doors for anybody who is not in the podcasting space. I started off actually with Anchor and they would publish the podcast everywhere. And then Spotify bought Anchor uh, this year and turned it into Spotify for Podcasts, which is uh, a terrible name, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and then with, since doing that, I've actually fallen in love with the app even more because one of the issues that Anchor had and the reason why I saw a lot of people leave it and this and the reason why I've seen a lot of people come back to Spotify now and uh, come back to Spotify for podcasts that is is because they didn't have very good analytics data like you didn't always see how many uh, downloads you were getting how many followers you you had your audience size your impressions x y and z um so for that, a lot of people went to other platforms. I've seen recently this year, a lot of people that I know and other people in the podcasting space have actually come back to Spotify for podcasts because it's gotten a lot better. And like I said, Spotify for me is doing a lot better. As I mentioned in the introduction, um, since sticking with it, um, I have been able to release all 127 actually 128 episodes now because i forgot that i just remembered i released uh, an episode before uh, new year's my doctor the movie review um so 128 instead of 127 as well as having a, a, a good rating of 4.7 on spotify and it allows me to see all my ratings one thing that i would recommend for anchor not that i'd ever hear this um but put feedback in so people can leave sort of ratings and uh, leave uh, feedback and stuff on episodes. I know they can say if they liked it or not, but just sink on the bottom to give like, oh, I like this, but I didn't like that, but blah, blah, just to give a, a bit more sort of interaction between yourself and the audience as well. Um, but it'd be really good for me. And like I said, the, the day has been great to be honest because I can properly track it. For example, if I'm looking at my analytics this year on um, the on the app, I have in total 1,587 plays. So I reached a 1.5k uh, listens this year, which was a huge goal, and it's still rising. I had hoped by the time of recording this that I would reach 1.6 thousand, but 1.5 1, 1, 1,587 
not bad at all. Um, plays per episode, on average, I get about 13 plays, which is a boost up from last year when I did um, my last year's wrap up. Um, so that's a boost. Again, audience size has gone up to about 16 uh, listens or li- 16 people in the last seven days. Um, my, I also now you you can see Spotify impressions, and Spotify impressions is the number of times your show or any of your episodes was shown to anyone on Spotify over the last 30 days, and in total, 1,726 people accounts have seen my podcast, which is a fantastic thing because I can actually see if I'm seen or not, and I can see what works. So, for example, I can put out like the chicken little one. For example, I could put that out and I could see if it get if it's shown to loads of people, if loads of people are watching it or interested in it, then it will show a spike. Or I could say then put like Ice Age uh, an Ice Age review out and it dips. And again, I can see then if like, oh, well, the games one do a lot better or the games one do better at this time of the week or this time of the week or this time of the month. And then I can sort of plan accordingly. So it's helped immensely. So it's nice to to see, as well as also it shows me how many followers I have on Spotify. So currently, 90 people follow me and listen to the podcast on Spotify, which is incredible because I'll be honest with you. Not that I'm not proud of myself and not that I don't think I'm capable, but I'm still surprised every day whenever I look at these analytics that that number is rising by the week and that 90 people are sitting and wanting to listen to me waffle, really. Um, I enjoy what I do and it's, you know, I'd like to think it's pretty good quality content, but you know, it's still a shock to me that people would be like, yeah, you know, I'll follow that guy. I'll give him a listen. So to see that number rise, it might not rise quickly, but to see it rise up, considering I think I was at like 52 maybe when I did my last wrap up last year and I'm now at 90. So it's just immense. But also one of the things that I love is that it gives you amount of play. So it shows you. So for example, I'm currently looking from December the 1st to December the 30th, right? Um, and I can see from December the 1st, I got two plays, which was my Doctor Who Starby special. And then it it risen to four plays. And that was um, Doctor Who, the, the Wobbly Yonder. Then you've got Doctor Who and the Invasion um, Earth, a movie review. Then you've got the Resurrection Casket. If I jump all the way to the 4th of December, it went up to 12 plays. And I got six plays on Wobbly Yonder, five on the Starbeast, one, some, one person watched... Uh, which will say, listen to my second ever episode, which was my Eternals movie review. And then I get to another one. Uh, we had a dip, so nobody listened on the December the 7th. But then we had two extra plays on the 8th and the 9th of December. And then we had a huge boost of 10 listens on the 10th of December, which was seven people listened to The Giggle and three people listened to Wild Beyond. And I could go on. It, it is it is a, a, a chart where really. it goes up and down like a huge wave and it fluctuates. Um but I love that because it gets to show me, again, this is behind the curtain sort of stuff, um, but it gets to show me the analytics, how well I have done, what episodes do well, what should I keep looking at, into doing. Um, and I just love the analytics size as well. Like They've updated it so I can look at my impressions, so I can see the amount of impressions I've had. So like from the November the 29th all the way to the 28th of December, I can see on the... we It started off at 45 impressions on the 20th of December. It peaked on December the 11th with 138 impressions. So impressions are the number of impressions across your entire podcast, organised by date. Um, 
and then we have another spike which was on the 25th uh, Christmas day which was 95 uh, 93 impressions and also I can see my top impression sources so Spotify homepage which was 843 Spotify search was 839 and the Spotify library which is 44 so you get to see all, all of your rankings as well as my audience, what platforms are on. So uh, 69.4% of my listeners are on Spotify, 18.9% are on Spotify for podcasters, 9.9% are on web browser and 1.8% um, are on other platforms on my phone. If I do it on my phone, I can actually see what plat what devices. Oh, I can do it here. So I just had a look. I could do it here. So. 42.3% of my listeners are on Android, 32.4% are iPhone, 15.3% are on the web, 5.4% uh, are on Mac, and 4.5% are on Windows. Um, I can see my top graphical, uh, graphic, geographic locations. So at 62%, most of my listeners are from the UK. 32%, thank you, America. 2% are from Germany, thank you, Germany. Uh, and then we've got Portugal is at at fourth, and then Canada is fifth. So in the UK, I've got listens for obviously England being ninety eight, uh, Scotland being two, and Wales being one percent. In America, you've the highest, my most listens from California at forty two percent, then Pennsylvania, then Virginia, then Massachusetts, then New York, then Ohio, then Maryland then Illinois, then Texas, Indiana, Florida, Rhode Island, Jesus Christ, District of Columbia, Missouri, North Dakota, Columbia. I'm not going to read them all. It goes on and on and on. But I've got listeners all over the States, which is lovely. In Germany, it is Hess, uh, the North Rhine-Westphila, Lower Saxony and Saxony and Holt. And in Portugal, it is Lisbon. So thank you very much to those people. As well as um, my listeners, which is one thing that I love, this is you have that Spotify only sort of data. So, seventy-three point one percent of my listeners are male, twenty point five percent are female, uh, and five point one percent are non-specified, and one point three percent are non-binary. I just want to say welcome, if whoever you are, thank you for listening. I appreciate your listen, and yeah, I'm I'm so glad that you chose to listen to me. The age range, for some of the reason, I still haven't managed to get that zero, those toddler to 17-year-olds, or those 18 to 22. But the 23 to 27-year-olds, yeah, 19.2% 19, 19 of you. Um, the 28 to 34%, which the 28 to 34 age ranges are 24.4%. My biggest age range, actually, at 47.4%, is 33, 35 to 44 age range. And then I have um, 45 to 59%, which is 6.4. And then I've got the over 60s, which is at 2.6, which is quite lovely. Um, but that is sort of for the analytics as well. It gives you the episode ranking, which I will go into that um, in a minute. But first, I want to do my wrap. So last year, one thing that I love that what spotify do is they do a wrapped so you get to see your year in podcasting actually in blocks so we're going to do that now as it loads up on my computer talk amongst yourselves it's currently at 100 percent. here we go big flashy all right 2023 wrapped right 
The Nerd Stagic Podcast, you're wrapped, is here. Let's go. In 2023, people were really, really feeling what you do. Well, that's nice to know. Um, next page. Next page. Ready. Let's take it from the top. Okay. Speaking of top, your top episodes were Nerd Stagic Main Quest, Episode 68, Morbius Movie Review Season 2. Yeah, that one did really, really well. Um uh, both on here and on YouTube, which I'll talk about in a minute. I'm just, I can't believe it. Um, it was streamed 171% more than your average episode. I don't know why, because it's Morbius. <laughs> but apparently people seem to like it, or people seem to like my review. I, 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 I enjoyed my review with Morbius. When I listen back to it, I feel like I, I stuttered too much. I don't know why. I think I've on the day or something, but that day, I don't understand as to why it was the most... Uh, streamed because I feel like I wasn't at my best um, but it did well and people seem to like it anyway um, let's hear it from the new fans so 87% of my listeners discovered me in 2023 so hello 87% of you new people um, no Sagic main quest episode one introduction to me and my podcast really brought them in 10% of you new listeners started here right if you started, if you if you're new to the podcast, I say I get this a lot of times, and I have to say this to people because all our, like I'm proud of all the content I've ever made, right? I am proud of every single episode that I've ever done, but I will be the first to admit that my first few episodes weren't good. Like they were they were okay for beginners, but considering what my quality and what I do now, they're not up to par, right? And um. That was like, especially my first ever episodes, I didn't know that I could do uh, interludes. I generally thought, and this is, sounds silly, but this is a general thought I, I, I had, that I could sit and record <laughs> and talk for an hour. I had to sit and talk for an hour. That is what I want. And I could do it very, very easily without stopping, without breathing you know, well, we're breathing, but you know what I mean? Like doing it for an hour. I can do that, but it took it a lot out of me. And for my first ever episode, and actually first few episodes, the first two, I think, um, that's what I did. And in that introduction episode, I remember I sat down with a huge uh, pad with all the things that I thought people would be interested about me. And I wrote them down and did them and just said it. And then I'll say moved on and the podcast has, has grown to where it is today. Um, but people still get to me when they listen to my podcast. I'm like, oh, I'm going to start at the very beginning. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> and I try to warn them. I'm like, it wasn't my best stuff. Please don't judge me. But a lot of people have listened to it. And to be honest, it's still my most. Actually, if I go to my episodes ranking, my, first, the, my most successful episode on Spotify ever is my, my first ever episode, which is at 67 um, plays. Nothing else apart from YouTube, but nothing else on Spotify has beaten it. The closest to it was actually my second ever episode, which was my Eternals review. And then after that, it was um, other things I will talk about shortly in a minute. But um, yeah, it's still my most successful episode. And I don't understand why, because it's it's not as good as what I do now or like to think is what I do now. Um, I am planning, hopefully next year to do a new sort of up to date introduction to me um, episode. So 
for anybody who is joining me who hasn't gone back and listened to my older stuff or wants to know more about me you can if you like go back to the my first ever episode and listen to me talk for an hour uh, without stopping or you can wait until potentially next year and i'll have a new one out and more up-to-date things and yeah a better quality so it's up to you but i'm still surprised that that is where a lot of people began but if you began from there uh, and you're new this year thank you very very much um i still can't believe it's my most successful but it is anyway moving on what have we got next uh, how does it feel to have gone global question mark uh you were streamed in 15 countries united kingdom was your top country are 50 percent of your total streams yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised. I've come from the UK. Most of my friends, I've, I've literally sent it to friends. I'm like, please listen to it. <laughs> you know, so I'm not surprised. Any good podcasts this year? You have the most new listens in United States and the Philippines. Wow. Hello, Philippines. I don't know how to say hello in Filipinish, but thank you. Hello. Thank you. Um, your new listeners have good taste, obviously. So what else are they into? This is all you. So this is all you beans. This is what you listen to so your top your your listeners top podcast genes were tv and film comedy and sports tv and film and comedy that makes sense for me because i'm hilarious and i talk a lot of stuff about movies and films sport not really me but i'm sure that's dan from casting views that's mostly him Probably all him, to be honest. He's the only person I know in the podcasting realm who is interested in sport. So I, I would presume the sports part was all Dan from Casting Views. So thank you, Dan. <laughs> I see you. I see you listen to the sports stuff. Yes. Spotify is um, as tattletailed on you. Your listeners' top music genes or genres were pop, rock and rap. Pop and rock. Yeah, I like rap. It depends if it's old school rap I'm into. Modern, not so much. Old and new rock. Love it. Pop, eh, depends. I listen to everything, but that is the the top of genres for my listeners. Your listeners definitely told their friends about you. Oh, did you? Why have you beans been telling about me? Why have you been spreading? Your podcast was shared all over. 97% was direct link. 1% was other. 1% was WhatsApp. 1% was Instagram. And 1% was text. Oh, somebody's been sending me on, on WhatsApp and instagram and by text whoever they are thank you very much thank you for sharing uh right in fact your most shared episode was a nerdstalgic main quest episode 70 a bar shot retrospective game review would you kindly i'm really glad that one is to be honest that's the most shared i i had a lot of fun deep in deep diving uh pardon the pun, um, into Bioshock. I, I, when my first ever, ep- my first season, shall we say, Luke, speak clearly. In my first ever season, um, I did a deep dive into Halo from the Bungie era and then when 343 took over. Um, and I covered all the games apart from Halo Infinite because I don't think Infinite was out then. Um, or if it was, I refused to play it because I didn't, I was confused if I remember correctly. I still am confused. I still have no, I still haven't gone back to Halo Infinite like since I stopped playing it like two years ago. Um, and then I decided for season two that I wanted to do another game series that I really loved. People keep asking me to do Mass Effect. I love Mass Effect. I'm a huge Mass Effect fan. I will do it. It's just mostly the fact of um, Mass Effect scares the hell out of me because it's so intimidating. Like I love it, but because there's so much to it, I want to do it justice. Um, and maybe, no promises, My maybe Mass Effect will come next year. Maybe. But it does terrify me 
but I wanted to do Bioshock because I knew Bioshock one was was a lot smaller in terms of scope. It's it's not as huge as Grand and tons of characters and races and species. Um, like Mass Effect, so I knew I could do it. So I'm really glad that it was the most shared, that people shared the the, the Bioshock episodes and listened to them and enjoyed them, had a lot of fun. Um, actually, to be honest with you, the, the book review did a lot, the sort of rapture book review um, did a lot better than I thought the book was going to do. I thought the games game reviews were going to do better than the book, but the book review actually did a lot better than the games which i was really surprised at but these are the things when whenever you podcast whenever you create content um is that you'd be surprised on what is successful and what isn't what works and what doesn't what's popular and what's not popular things you would think would be a, a, a steal would be a would kill don't always kill and things that you don't think will kill do and it, it's it's strange but i'm glad that my bioshock review was the most shared right next page your podcast rating was 4.7 can you feel the love i definitely can um are you a gardener i don't know am i uh because your podcast saw some nice growth this year it uh, went up in 95 percent in followers it grew from 95 percent in followers which is wonderful like i said i'm still over the moon that 90 people want still following and listen to me can't forget to give a shout out to your biggest fans my biggest fans you are a top 10 podcast for 29 fans. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> no pressure. You're a top 5 podcast for 19 fans. Drum roll, please. Uh, you're the number one podcast for 8 fans. Jesus. Bloody hell. Um, thank you very much for putting your faith into me. Um, I... I, I I've, I, I, wow, yeah, I'm, I can't make get a word out. No pressure at all. No weight on my shoulders. Not like I've got <laughs> anything else to worry about. Um, obviously, no, but all jokes aside, to everybody who makes me their 10 most listen, 5 most listen, or my number one listen, thank you. You know, I... I one thing I've, I've... I I am grateful to everybody who listens because at the end of the day, I've said it since I first began. When I first started doing podcasting, I said that I would do it for me uh, because I want I will talk about the things that I want to talk about um, it's something I've always wanted to do it's a hobby it still is a hobby and it's still something I want to do and it's still something that I love and I'm very passionate about as I started getting listens um, I, I that started then to change to the fact of I will keep doing it as long as somebody listens if I if I released episodes and only one person listened I would still keep creating content because at the end of the day um, even though I started this for me as a hobby that I've always wanted to give a go for a long time now, um, I have found that if it wasn't for fans, if it wasn't for people listening every week, I wouldn't be here still in terms of doing this podcast, right? So if some catastrophe happened in the future and for some unknown reason, only one person kept listening to me, I would keep making content for that one person. Um, so to know that eight people I am their number one podcast is immense and I'm incredibly grateful and I, I appreciate it so much and it means a lot to me. It really, really does. You don't understand how much it means to me that those eight people out there are like, look, look new, the new Nerd Sagic episode is out. Drop everything and I'm going to listen to it. That means a lot, knowing that eight people um, want to listen. Um, so thank you very much. I appreciate everybody. I really, really do. Um, and like I said, if it wasn't for you, for you, for you, you guys, you beans, if it wasn't for you like listening, 
every week, I still wouldn't be here. So you make the show, the show's for you. I make the content and I talk my, my I waffle and talk my head off for an hour to two hours, however long the episode takes. But if you didn't listen, I wouldn't be here. So thank you very, very much. It's, it's, it's all you. 87% um, of you joined um, for the first time this year. So again, welcome all 87% of you. Thank you very, very much for joining me. Oh, we're zooming out. Let's zoom out. So what a year. Top 10 fans, 29. Top 5, 19 fans. And top 8 fans. Uh, the top fans were 8. Uh, and that's it. That's, I think that's the wrap-up. Yeah, you're, thanks for what, what... That's it. That is all Spotify's got to give. I love that Spotify do this. I really, really do. Because it, it puts into perspective um, everything, really. Like, for example, I've done, in total... 2.3 thousand minutes created in terms of podcasting minutes. 2,003 minutes. That's insane. I've seen other people share their their um, their raps, and they've, I've I've seen people with way higher numbers than that. But to, I'm not surprised by it. But just the fact that when you see it as a number, you're like, oh yeah, I do talk a lot of shiz, don't I? <laughs> So to see it in a number is is surprising, really. Um, but that is is my wrap up. Now, before I jump onto the YouTube, um, one thing I wanted to mention here is my most successful episode, or should we say episodes, um, of on Spotify. So these this is the episode or episodes that have actually done the best, have been the most successful, have had the most listens, um, and I've done the most done the best really um and the reason i say episodes is because it was actually three uh, actually hold on one two three three episodes we actually did the best in terms of numbers right so for a long time whenever i looked at my episode ranking it was always my older stuff that were at the top none of my newer stuff would ever would get close really to pushing up that that gap of getting like the 20 uh, downloads the 20 listens uh, the 20 plays by people um the first one to actually do it was um was my spongebob battle for bikini bottom that ended up at 20 uh plays then my uh, gamero del toro's pinocchio movie uh that which my 65th episode special uh that hit at 21 and then that was it i thought that was it uh pinocchio review that will reach it done bang bush bosh you know done uh doctor who came back with a full swing on the 14th anniversary and i covered all um three specials including the christmas special and at, currently as we stand both um doctor who and the star beast and doctor who wild blue yonder both are sitting at 25 plays which is immense it's absolutely incredible and the giggle is sitting at the 26 plays and it's right underneath uh, the top two, which is my Eternals review and my introduction episode. Um, so currently in third is my Giggle review. In fourth, if joint fourth is my Wobbly Yonder. And in uh, fifth is my bonus side quest, The Beginning. So when I first began side quest back in the 21st of Jan 2022, <laughs> which again is crazy to say. But... Yeah, I, those episodes, I didn't think they were going to blow up. Like, I, I, it's no secret. 
Um, basically, if you've been following me at all during the month of this, not literally from beginning to like actually from the middle of November all the way through Christmas, I have been mostly, if anything, a Doctor Who centric um, uh, podcast. Really, all my episodes of late have been Doctor Who, uh, and I didn't plan it that way. It's just it, it's just come out that way. Um, I feel like I've just become the Doctor Who guy, um, but. Again, like I said, I'm a huge Doctor Who fan and I wanted to cover the 14th anniversary specials. Um, I didn't think that my reviews would do that well because I didn't think, um, again, I didn't think many people would listen. I just thought, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm another voice in the chamber of Doctor Who like, fans. So I, I didn't think people would listen. So to, to know people listen to them and like them and shared them and they've been so successful... Is, is is again is really insane to me so again i just want to say thank you to everybody who's listened to them uh and he's still listening to them they're still getting pings of people listening to them so they're still rising so again thank you very very much to people there as well as the fact that i just wanted to highlight that they did really really well that they are the, some of the most successful the well the shall i say the most successful episodes on spotify um that i've done um this year so Thank you very, very much to them. And that is everything for Spotify. On to YouTube now. Now, as for YouTube, YouTube is a completely different beast. Um, and one I'm actually glad I decided to tame early on in my podcasting journey um, than actually do it later to be honest, because one thing that I've found with YouTube and the reason why I love YouTube so much and the reason why I promote it and the reason why I tell so many podcasting um, friends of mine to get onto YouTube and start using YouTube is simply because of, to be honest, for me personally, I can't speak for others, but when I first started out doing podcasting, um, as I've said before with my episode rankings, when I first started, I used to get goods amount of people were listening. It, like I said, it went from I think uh, I think thirty five to plus was on like my first ever episode, and then more, and then and then slowly but surely it started to dip. And eventually, I reached a point where most of my episodes were only getting, if I was lucky, three, maybe four. Um, listens and it was disheartening it was and this is where my sort of opinion started to change was the fact of even though I love doing this and it's a hobby you know there was that side of me where I thought well why don't I just give up and then obviously the thought of like well no people still listen people still want to listen to what I have to say so keep with it and I'm glad I did because I have seen the success it's that consistency um, that I've been putting out and um, networking with people and getting to know the podcasting community people getting to know me getting to know my personality and I'm getting better and I've got a new mic and you know so on and so forth that I have slowly started to get the success that I originally was hoping for on Spotify, um, I'm now starting to get that. And I'm, I hope that tends to grow and get a lot more successful there. But it's taken a lot of time and work. But with sort of YouTube, one thing that I love is the fact of episodes that you feel like deserved to be seen a lot more or to do a lot better. Um, 
will get seen a lot more by people and you you get a chance of actually because people can put comments people can like it people can dislike it you know if people like things you know if people don't like things but also the fact of episodes that you again feel like they should have done better will get a higher chance of being seen um, by people on youtube so for that it's been fantastic but the original reason why I actually started doing YouTube um, wasn't just the fact that I wanted to branch out and make sure that more people could see the content that I was creating but it was a, it was quite simple but also a small simple thing but had a huge impact on me as a podcast and me as a content creator was the fact of I assumed and you should never assume because you make an ass out of you and I, or you and me. I don't know, my, this is a saying that my dad used to say. Anyway, you should never assume, but I did. I assumed that everybody had Spotify. I thought Spotify was as common as, common as breathing. I thought everybody had it. Everybody had access to it. Um, so when I was doing my podcast, I was sending it out to friends, to family, to you know, to be like, look, look at this new thing that I'm doing, this new hobby. And I'll get a lot of people go, oh, yeah, yeah, I want to listen. And I'm like, okay, here you go, here's Spotify. I don't have Spotify. Oh, it's Spotify is free. You you can sign up. I don't really want to sign up, you know. And that's understandable because I'm 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 the same. Like I don't really want to have to sign up for loads of different things to listen to stuff. So over time, I started to think of like, well, I've got a lot of people that want to listen but currently can't. Um, and instead of me sending them like a link to Anchor, which they could listen for free on Anchor, but it was it was a fiddle. It was awkward. So I decided, well. I have a YouTube account that I don't use. I've had it since I was at sc- I was in school. It's a very, very old account. Um, I did try doing YouTube. Didn't work at all. So I deleted all my episodes. And I, I literally just used it as anybody uses YouTube just to watch videos, really. Um, and I figured, well, you know what? Revamp it. Redo it. And then, you know, we'll, we'll start posting on there. And then I found a... Um, f- website that I use called Headliner, which I recommend everybody to use if you want to. If this is the thing that you'd like to do for your podcast, um, but I use a thing called Headliner, which formats the audio um, MP2 to an MP3 or MP4. Basically, it formats it from a audio track to a uh, video, so that you can upload it to YouTube. And that's what I've been doing slowly but surely um and then since doing so a lot of the people that couldn't listen to me because they didn't have spotify now can and i've found i've uh, i've gained a lot of subscribers on there and i've got a lot of more viewers and like i said episodes that i would post on to spotify that didn't do very well had a chance of when i post them to um, youtube they would do a lot better and i have a few examples of that later on but it was one of the things of like i did it for accessibility I did it because I wanted to get more people listening to the podcast. I wanted to be I wanted to, to be on more platforms and I wanted for friends and family who didn't have a Spotify account could listen for free without having to sign up because you can. You can use YouTube without having an account. Having an account uh, having an account only allows you to like and comment, really. But um you can still listen and watch uh videos. And that's why I did it. I've got people who have 
YouTube and have and they've signed up to there, and that's how they listen to me. They don't listen to me any other way but YouTube. So it, it's been a lot, it's been helpful, and I recommend it to a lot of podcasts. If you're indie podcasts and you're just starting out, or if you're a bit um and ahhing about YouTube, I highly recommend it. I've managed to convince a lot of my podcasting friends to do it. Some of them were on the fence. I won't name them by by name. They know who they are, but some of them were on the fence. And ever since moving to YouTube, they've actually seen a lot more success and and they've um, seen a lot more rise. One thing that I love about YouTube as well is that it's managed, it's helped me and allowed me to express my creative side a lot more because I use a website called Canva. Anybody who doesn't know what Canva is, Canva is another free, it's another thing, if you, if you want to be a podcast, it's another thing I would recommend. Um, is is a free sort of tool that you can do on your computer and it allows you to make posters and backgrounds and all kinds of different photo editing sort of stuff. I use it for thumbnails and it's allowed me to be a lot more creative in creating thumbnails. So whenever I get a new episode, I can, I, I spend a good hour or so making thumbnails of like designs, making sure that the, 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 nerdstalgic banners in one corner and you've got the youtube and um spotify logo in one corner and then i spend ages on the font to make sure the font matches the the topic so if it's like a horror or i'm trying to make sure looking that's gory or gothic and then if it's like very cheerful and kiddie i'm looking for something that's like um bloony sort of silly kiddie sort of finger painting sort of thing so i spend ages on the font and then i spend ages trying to find like trying to fill in gaps and just to make it look not cluttered but also um just just kind of it looks a bit more presentable it's kind of my marketing background comes into it a little bit um and that sort of thing and it allows me to be a lot more creative so i now have a new outlet of, of creativeness so like i'll i get to research the episode which i love doing research and, and stuff about the things i love books movies games tv shows i love looking at all the behind the scenes stuff i love all that kind of stuff so i get to do one thing that i love is research i get to make notes and record which is another thing that i love and make wonderful content and post it to all you all you beans which i love as well as it's allowed me to create thumbnails for not just the episodes but for advertising as well you know how handy the the, the thumbnails are because it used to be i'd be like oh a new episode coming and then i'd do like a gif or something like that or it would be a new episode uh release new episode it'd just be like the the um anchor or spotify link and it just says the name but obviously it doesn't have the full name it just has like nerd tragic pocket and then it stops and then you get maybe get a little bit of the title and in terms of advertising, that's not great. You want something that's going to catch people's eye. You want something that's going to pull people in. So this whole idea of actually using Canva and YouTube has helped in together to bring more people in, being like, oh, look, um, I remember that film, The Stuff. That's a, that's that's really interesting um, from now. It's really interesting marketing. I want to check this guy out. I'm going to, I can't wait till he releases The Stuff and talks about that movie that I love. Um, so I'm going to go follow him on, on YouTube. I'm going to follow him on Spotify. So, you know, it, it all sort of works. It, it, it's all interconnected. It all works with each other. Um, and it's helped helped a lot, really. Um, so, yeah, you know, me doing to YouTube, and this is why I recommend YouTube to a lot of people, because it opens up more avenues. It opens up so much, much, so much, much. Yeah, that, that that's English. Um, but for the best example, I, I'm sure you wouldn't mind me saying, um, uh, Sean from Review It Yourself, I got him, to, got him into using Canva and he started using it 
and now he uses it all the time for every advertises any of these episodes and he's messaged me saying how wonderful of a tool it is um because it's helped him a lot because it does it helps so much with the marketing even if you wouldn't use it for youtube if you just want help with marketing uh, and you want to make sure that your episodes are seen by people and that whenever you announce them on, on wherever you pronounce it, where it would be TikTok or X, Twitter, whatever, um, it helps immensely to have that little bit of, I would say edge, but that little bit of marketing of like, look, bam, here it is. Oh, that's interesting. That's catching. It's pulling me in. What is it? Oh, it's coming this Saturday. I'll put that down in the calendar or I'll subscribe or follow them on, on Twitter, blah, blah, blah just to make sure that I'm up to date. So yeah, it, it's uh, it's worth it. it. Really, really, really is. And like I said, if it wasn't for me joining YouTube, I never would have started Canva. And actually, if I never joined Canva, I wouldn't have the logo because my logo that I've made, which is the plate of beans which the how- and the Howdy Beans and the Nerd Tadger podcast, I made that in Canva. Um, and I'm quite proud of it because I made it. It's mine. Um, I did it. I put the work in and I love it. Uh, I took ages to get in the font. It took ages to work out the right color for the background and everything. So I'm proud of it, you know. Um, and again, Howdy Beans, it's a staple. People still send me memes and uh, link me in, in like baked bean things or when Heinz talk about things. People go, Luke, if you, and I'm like, yes. I think it's hilarious. I Please, if if you're one of the people that do it, do not stop. I think it's hilarious, right? I love beans. I do. And Howdy Beans, I think it's funny. It's cute. Um, and you are my beans. You are my beanstalk at the end of the day. You are my listeners. You're my beanstalk. I am the elder bean. Bah. You know, but again, if it wasn't for me joining YouTube, then I wouldn't have discovered Canva. I probably wouldn't have a decent logo nowadays. I'd still be using my face on fire holding a book. I wouldn't have a banner. So it's all inter- interconnected. Anyway, so moving on, because I went on a bit of a tangent there. But again, yeah, YouTube, if you're not in the YouTube game yet and you're a podcaster, do it. I highly recommend it. It's what wonders for me. So talk about wonders. Moving on. Uh, my current subscribers. So currently I'm at 130 subscribers, which again is another immense goal. Like I had a goal that I wanted to reach 100 this year. I have now reached 130. That is insane. 130 people subscribe to me. Um, well, describe to the podcast, shall I say, on YouTube and listen. And wow. So if you are listening on, on YouTube, thank you very, very much. If you as well, if you listen on YouTube and you haven't subscribed yet, yeah, you know what? Go subscribe. Um if you haven't liked this video and other videos, go like. And if you want, leave a comment down below. See again, that's what I love about YouTube is the fact that if you can people can comment of like, oh that sucked. You you're terrible. Or that was really good. I like that. I love that movie. I recommend you watch this movie, blah, blah, blah. I like that video game. And people can like it. You can actually see the likes. You can see the dislikes. You can see two people like that. One person didn't. Um, and again, it helps to see what works and what doesn't work, what's successful, what's not successful. So you can tailor the, the, the content to your audience, really. Um, and again, YouTube has been around for a lot longer than Spotify. So their data analytics are obviously a lot better. Um but no, that is what I really, what I really would really love. Uh, there was one other thing here, but I think they've moved it. Yes, they have moved it. So I have got ten thousand eight hundred and fifty-three views in total, um, which is again insane. Also, thing that I wanted to look at was the analytics. So if I go over here to my analytics, so currently. Um, 
well, as a recording this, my most recent video that I posted onto YouTube was my um, Doctor Who Christmas special episode. That is currently at sitting as recording this at 29 views. Uh, it's got three comments and one like. Uh, ranking per views. So the top recent recent videos are Jack Frost, 195. Um, Grave of the Fireflies at 33. Uh, Wall Blue Yonder at 30. This one is sitting at 29. And then underneath at, at 5 is Chicken Little, the video game. Uh, it's got it's up 29%, which is typical for me for most of my episodes is between 10 and 40. Impressions, so is 0.3%. Uh, 0.3% of people are choosing to watch this video as often as your other videos. Um, an average view time is about 4 minutes and 27 uh, seconds which is good because the, tip, the typical is about two minutes 32 and four minutes and nine um, in summary I this in the last 28 days I have had 592 views and in the last 28 days total watch hours are 22.8 hours so again the the that is just sort of the surface level if I actually went to the actual data of analytics of it um, and I looked at sort of content um, all. So new viewers for each video, 144. Um, that is videos in terms of the shorts, 96. Returning viewers, 14. Uh, number of subscribers, it's currently at plus four. In the last 28 days, uh, in terms of videos, 463 views. Uh, yeah. It's the traffic is from I've, most of my traffic. People find me is from suggested views. Then you've got YouTube search, channel pages. Obviously, I won't bore you because this is a lot more in depth than what you get on Spotify. And Spotify is a lot more condensed in YouTube because obviously YouTube been a lot it been here for longer and a lot bigger sort of thing. Um, the data is is huge and it is is crazy. So I won't go through the whole analytics. But the point is I'm trying to make is a fact of and the reason I, I I did this section as well was not just to to talk about how well YouTube has gone, but also to kind of promote it to to recommend it to people like look, I recommend YouTube for any um budding um podcast because at the end of the day it will serve you well in the long run it really really well because the data that you get and you can monitor it, you can watch it, and it's yeah. It's worth it. It really, really is. Um, so that is a bit, a bit of the data. One thing I want to go to now is, as I mentioned earlier, was one thing that I love about YouTube is that, like I said, episodes that you thought that would, would do well, do do well, um, but don't do well on Spotify, but will do well on YouTube. It is a true fact, right? So my top five episodes this is, these are my most popular most successful episodes of all time and this is not just on youtube but i mean all time in general right so my most successful episode of all time is my jack frost's review um which is currently sitting at 252 views my most successful episode of all time anywhere not just on youtube everywhere and i i got really emotional when i saw that because one that movie means a lot to me if you've heard the review you can hear how much it, that movie means to me it is a cornerstone of my foundation of who i am as a person the movie means a lot so to hear that i basically tipped my heart and soul into that review 
and that 252 people sat and listened to it as well as not including the amount of people that listened to it on um YouTube, uh, on Spotify as well it's, it's it's crazy it really is so that's Jack Frost is currently sitting at my most successful episode of all time on YouTube my second most successful is Minutemen my Minutemen review which is currently sitting at 166 views coming in third was the Doctor Who and the Daleks 1965 which is the first Doctor Who movie which is currently sitting at 141 views these three films were anomalies especially Doctor Who I did not expect Doctor Who the f- my review of the first movie to skyrocket as much as it did and it still is climbing it's climbing quite slowly but still climbing Jack the Fr- Jack Frost is still climbing quite good I just can't believe how successful and then we had Minutemen loved the movie Great review. Did not expect this one to blow up, but it has and it still is. Um, so these three movies are flukes. I have no idea why they were successful. I'm glad they were. I just can't understand how and why. But these three episodes were my most successful. My fourth most successful was Ice Age 4, Continental Drift. My review of it. Again, I loved, I actually enjoyed that movie a lot more than the third one. Um I did not think that film was going to get that many views um, at all. I thought it was going to be 20 at most. So to know it got 71 views is crazy. Um, And actually, I saw a pattern here. And this is something I've been thinking about all year. But there is a pattern here of my most viewed. And this is the reason. And I'll explain the reason why in a minute. My fifth most successful episode was um, Ice Age 2. um, Another Ice Age movie covered in fifth. Number six was uh, another Blue Sky movie review, another animated movie review, Horton Hears a Who, at 63 views. Then at... Uh, what are, uh, this calculus kicking in. One, two, three, four, five, six. My seventh um, most successful was Pinocchio, sitting at 60 views. And my eighth most successful was... King Kong uh, licensed game review. Then it was Prey, my 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 review of the Prey, which was the Prey tap prequel um, movie without sitting at fifty five. Then the Amazing Maurice, which is sitting at fifty two, uh, and then we have a Bioshock Rapture book review and potential for a Bioshock movie. Uh, that my book review fifty two. That's actually my most successful book review I've ever done at fifty two views and. My 10th most successful, I think probably 10th now. Hold on. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. 12th um, is the review that I did for The Cottage from 2008, the horror movie, which was the only horror film actually is actually managed to reach 51 views. And at 50 is Wakanda Forever, my review of that. And then actually at 47, ironically, is my one-year podcast anniversary episode. Um and they go down from that. But I noticed a trend quite early on that some of my most successful episodes, the episodes that did the best, were the animated ones. Whenever I talk about an animated movie, did the best. As, again, like you've got Ice Age 4, Ice Age 2, Horton Is Who, Pinocchio, The Amazing Maurice, uh, Strange Worlds, Jimmy Neutron, um, uh, Norseca, The Valley of the Wind, Buzz Lightyear, uh, Ice Age 2, uh, <laughs> Grave of the Fireflies, like all these films, have been really successful, 
a lot more successful than the other reviews that I've done and the one I made. Um, so that tells me that a lot of my audience and a lot of the people, and it's not just on here as well. I've noticed this trend on um, on Spotify as well, that majority of the episodes I do really, really well are animated. So I do promise those people that like the animated movie reviews, I have more planned. I have a lot of hidden gems, a lot of rare ones, a lot of ones that you don't hear talked about that are not Pixar, that are not DreamWorks um, or from Sony. These are like out there from like my childhood like films that i only i ever thought i I was the only one who ever saw this film and films i don't even think anybody ever i always thought i was the the only one so whenever you meet somebody who's seen the likes of cats can't dance i'm like oh my god you've seen cats can't dance you know what i mean so those sort of films like so there'll be a lot more animated movies to come but i just i noticed that it, it kind of always really really surprised me um but also, one thing I wanted to mention before we wrap up for YouTube, uh, again, Jack Frost being my most successful episode, I, I, I still can't believe it. And it's still climbing. It's still doing well. Currently, if anybody who's interested, um, currently as recording this on YouTube, the last episode that I released was the Doctor Who Christmas special. That's currently sitting at 23, 27 views. And then we have my 100th episode, which was My Neighbor Totoro, which is currently sitting at 22. And then you got Jack Frost. And then just behind Jack Frost is my chicken little video game review, which is sit, sitting at 28 views. Um, so those are currently the top four most success, uh, how they're doing the yeah, Jack Frost being my most successful, it did bring a tear to my eye because I was just glad that a movie that I love and means so much to me, that the review for it did as well as it do, uh, had. And it's funny because, like I said, on Spotify, my most successful episode is my introduction episode, right? And if I go down to my, the introduction to me, um, that is only sitting at 17 views on youtube to kind of give you an idea of how things are different where things are successful somewhere else and how they're successful so of another place my introduction is my most successful episode on spotify but on youtube it's only at 17 views you know um so it shows sort of a, a big sort of shift a big difference you know in terms of, sort of content and where it's successful and again another reason as to why i think people should check um youtube out and if you haven't if you listen to this and you haven't subscribed to my youtube please do it's the nerd subject podcast just search that you'll find hello beans and platter beans on uh, one of the first things you'll see and subscribe like i said as recording this 130 of you have subscribed which means a lot to me so thank you very very much but that is everything for YouTube. Um, now the next one I'm going to be talking about is Goodreads. Goodreads is a lot shorter. I won't be on talking about it as long. Don't worry, I won't go on any any rants. But um, the next section we talk about is my sort of running with books. So for my year in books, I wasn't going to actually add this uh, section in. Uh, to my sort of anniversary yearly wrap up but a really big goal happened this year with my reading so I wanted to add it in um, this won't be a very very long section because I've got a lot to talk about in my plans for the future so this one will be quite short but this year I reached my goal of reading 1000 books 
um, of all time. Don't worry, I didn't go crazy. I didn't go ham and read 1,000 books in a year. That is some sort of a world record. My record for that is 200, and I did that over lockdown. But again, we all had nothing to do during lockdown, so that's a, a fair excuse. Um, but this year, or shall we say 2023, uh, was the year that I reached 1,000 books of all time that I had read. I had been, I've been reading religiously. And when I say religiously, I mean read one book, put it down, pick up another book and rinse and repeat. Um, since 2014, when I left uh, school, I've told this story before, so I won't get into it. But I was very, I was very bored over the six weeks holiday. Um, I watched every movie, played every game, caught up with all the TV shows. I had nothing to do, so I had a big stack of books, and I decided, why not? It's lovely and sunny outside. Sit outside, read a book, and that's basically where it began. And that this is, it's still continuing to today. And I'm kind of glad. I'm glad I, I started it because I, I love reading. Um, it's helped me grow a lot more and I've become a lot more wiser um, and my lexicons improved uh, my stuttering and my dyslexia my reading and all that has improved as well so it has a lot of goals so I just wanted to kind of share that like I reached 1000 books of all time read and hopefully it won't take me another decade or so to read um, another thousand books i'm hoping to potentially maybe get to 2000 by 2028 maybe 2029 i want to get them for 2030 which sounds again it sounds insane to say that but again i'm living in 2024 still disappointed so far that we haven't had any aliens flying cars living on mars living on the moon that sort of stuff uh very disappointing maybe by 2030 we will we'll see but i, I want to get to 2k books read by 2030 at least and i think i can do it um but we will see but yeah so that's one big goal as for sort of my year in books so this year i read 122 books in total would have been more uh, but the podcast took a lot of time um and I, I did read some books for the podcast as well the doctor who ones um some video game ones so i, I did those for the pod as well but uh, as well as obviously all my volunteering and work and stuff like that, I was very sort of slight like stretched uh, this year in 2023. So I wasn't able to read as many, but still 122 is not bad. Um, I say to anybody, if you can read at least one book a year, you're still reading more than the average population um, because most people can't even struggle to read half a book, let alone read one, you know, actually complete one. So um, you should still be proud of you if you only ever read one book this year. I tell it to everybody, like, just because I read 122, I am addicted, okay? Um, I read all the time religiously. You know, it's like one of my biggest hobbies. So don't try to copy me because I'm one of these people that is too far gone and is so addicted that they have to read. Whereas if you're a person that can read one to two books a year, that's completely fine. Basically, what I'm trying to say is don't try to compete with anybody. Read what you can. Be proud of what you can read and what you do read. Um, don't try to compete with anybody. Um, I am just addicted, so I love books, so I read. Like, I literally have, like, usually have a, a book and an audiobook on the go at the same time. Um, or I'll, like, have... Uh, I'll be I'll, I'll, like, I'll read one big book and I'll read a very sh a short one. Then i got to read a big one and read a short one. You know, that way it doesn't get too, sort of, I cleanse the palate and it doesn't get too sort of boring and I, I don't get burnt out. That way I can read more by reading more, if that makes sense. Um, as well, audiobooks, I class audiobooks as books as well as reading. I know most people don't, but I do. 
and Goodreads does as well. So as long as they do, it's all, all gravy. Um, in terms of pages, so read 122 books. In terms of pages read, I've read 33,044 pages uh, this year. Um, the longest book that I read was 865 pages, which was Stephen King writing as Richard Bachman in the Bachman books. Uh, this book uh, is like is is an omnibus. It's a collection of uh, Bachman books that was written under the well. Richard Bachman was the pseudonym that Stephen King used um, when he wanted to write books because he wanted to to write books. To, he wanted to see that if he could write stories under a different name, and they wouldn't just be popularized because it was Stephen King. So he made a, purpose, uh, a pseudonym called Richard Buckman. Um, and he wrote books like Rage, The Long Walk, um, Running Man, uh, Roadworks, The Thinner, I think it was. A few of us. I haven't gotten to those ones. But in this omnibus, there was Rage, there was uh, The Long Walk, Roadworks, and Running Man. I finally, it took me forever. Like I, fin- I started that book a year or two ago. Um, and I've what I've been doing with Stephen King is I've been reading his books chronologically. So from the very first book he ever writ- written and published, which was Carrie. So from Carrie all the way up. So because I've been reading it chronologically, basically because I want to see the evolution of his writing. That's why I'm doing it. But because I'm doing it chronologically, um, it's I'm, I'm it's taken me a while to get through his books. Um, so currently I think I'm in the eighties and nineteen eighty two, eighty three potentially. Um so I'm still far off with his books. That's why it took me so long to read it. Um but it's a fantastic collection. I loved them I loved it all. The only downside the only book I didn't like was Roadworks. But Rage was fantastic, The Long Walk was fantastic, uh Running Man is completely different than what you see in the movie on a Schwarzenegger. Um the book is a lot different. Um and in a way in ways I actually prefer the book, but again it's part of the course usually the book is better not all the time if you like for example forest gump the the book of forest gump is terrible compared to the wonderful movie um it's it's one of those weird things it doesn't always happen but sometimes it does happen where the film is better than the source material um it's weird sometimes when that happens but it just happens but yeah the longest book that I read this year was 865 pages in total, which was the Backman books. Um, more than likely, I'm going to beat that this year because I've got some really chunky books um, that I got for Christmas. So they'll probably beat it this year. <laughs> we'll see. Um, my average book length um, in 2023 was 270 pages. Um, as for most shelved, so the, so what you've got most shelves and least shelved. So this is books that I've read that other people also shelved and read this uh this year so my most shelved was the killing mockingbird nine million seven hundred and ninety uh and one hundred and ninety eight thousand hold on yeah no sagging my dyspraxia and dyscalculus kicking in so nine million seventy nine thousand and one hundred and ninety eight hundred I don't know. Point is, a lot of people shelved To Kill a Mockingbird, which doesn't surprise me because it's a classic. I gave it three stars. Now, three stars not bad. A three star is a good. To me, it's a good average book. It's it's quite long and dense. Um, can't remember my review on it. I just remember that I, I liked it, but it, it didn't feel as great as as what people said. To be honest, I prefer the movie. If you ever get a chance to watch the black and white movie of Kill a Mockingbird, I highly recommend it. Um, it's long, yes, but it's wonderful it's like a, it's it's 
It's a fantastic film. The book, for me, couldn't pull me in. Again, it's one of those weird situations where I preferred the movie over the book because I'd watched the movie first and then I went to the book. Um, and I just preferred the film. It's an all right book, average. I just prefer the movie, in my opinion. Uh, Lee shelved. Only 22 people, I mean 21 people, shelved this, which is the fourth Doctor and uh, anthology um, graphic novel collection, which is what I bought um, for the specials. Basically, I bought it because I wanted to see Beat the Meep in his first story, The Star Beast. Um, that's why I bought it. I forgot I had I'd bought it, to be honest. I remember when it came, I was like, oh my god, yeah, I bought this. Um, but I loved it, enjoyed it, fantastic. If you're a Fourth Doctor fan and you want to experience more of his stories in comic form, then I highly recommend buying it. I think it's like £23 on Amazon um, at the moment. So I highly recommend that one. It's a shame only 21 people, probably including myself, shelved it this year. But it's a fantastic little collection and I highly, highly recommend it. I gave it like five stars. It was, it was incredible. Uh, but again, I'm biased because the Fourth Doctor is my favourite Doctor of the Classic Doctors. Um, my average rating for 2023 was a 3.5. Yeah, I, I, I read a lot of average books this year. Um, mostly, most of the books I read this year was just um, whatever I had left over. So whenever I get books, I tend to tally them not in sort of size or um, size order or sort of author i mostly just do it in books i'm excited so the books i want to read are at the top and books that i'm not so interested in like i'm interested in all of them but like books that i'm not as curious or i'm not like hankering to read they will go on the bottom and the ones that i i am hankering to read and i really do want to read are at the top and majority of this year was all those books that I was hankering to read some of them surprised me some of them i wished i read sooner some of them i'm kind of glad i you know left to the end um i dnf'd i did not finish a few books this year um but again that's part of the course that happens um but a 3.5 is not bad to be honest you can't win them you can't you, you can't lose you can't win them and you can't lose them sometimes at the end of the day sometimes you get a book and you think it's going to be incredible and it turns out being bad like for example um for years Everybody I spoke to hyped me up on the fact of The Secret History was an incredible book. Then I got around to reading The Secret History and found it was complete trash. And for some unknown reason, I sat and read it all, the whole thing. And I regret doing it. Um, and I don't recommend anybody read The Secret History. It's not that good. It, it is terrible. Um, I don't see how it's considered a, a classic or, you know, it's one of the all-time greats or must-reads. I really don't understand it. Um... But yeah, <laughs> sometimes you get books that are, are high, sort of um, hyped up, and you're like, oh yeah, and then some that are like, Ugh, you know. But yeah, so that that rating of three point five is makes sense for me this year. Hopefully, twenty twenty four is going to be a better year for me in reading, and that my ratings will be higher. I rate them fairly, like I do with anything that I rate and review when it comes to video games and movies and so forth. I try to rate as fair as possible. Um, if I think it was average, it's going to be average. I think it was great, great. If it's excellent, five stars, you know. Um, but yeah, this year I thought I was just trying to be honest as possible, and it came at three point five, so not bad. Um, the highest rated um, book that I read in twenty twenty three on Goodreads was, and this is a wonderful thing, um, was Tay Pratchett's Night Watch. Um, if you, again, if you haven't watched it, I mean, sorry, if you haven't read it, it's book twenty nine in the Discworld series. It's part part of the Guards. Um, story or the um, uh, Ankh-Morpork City Watch. If you haven't read it, please do. 
it's absolutely incredible. Um, if I remember correctly, this one deals with uh, time travel and things like that, but I won't go into it anymore. Like th that's as much as I want to say. I feel like I've already spoiled it by mentioning time travel. But the point is, it is an incredible story, and like the way Terry Pratchett sort of takes the history of Aunt Morpork that you know, and then flips it on its head, and you get to see sort of the origins of everything that you've already come to know in. Uh, the disc world and in Ark Moorpork and with Sam Vimes and the City Watch and it, um, the partition and all that. Like, we got to meet all these characters again and it, it was just wonderful. But this book is currently rated at a 4.49% rating. So it's close to being a five star rating overall. And there's not many books on Goodreads that are actually overall with like, like thousands of ratings at a five star. At best, you if you if you're lucky if the good if the book even if the book's great, it's above a four and maybe like a four point four five sort of thing. But it's very close to being a five star overall. And if that doesn't give you sort of um an inkling to want to read it, I don't know what will. I gave it a five star. I thought it was wonderful. I love the disc world and I would love to do more in the disc this world. Um on the podcast i don't know how because i remember in my first year i did a, a beginner's guide to the disc world i broke down the disc world completely if you haven't listened to that go back and listen to it it's one of my early earlier episodes but that was a fantastic time to do that um i want to do more disc world stuff i don't know what it will be or when i did the uh, did the, the movie of, of amazing and maurice um that i did a review of that and hopefully they do more animated Discworld movies, or maybe even I'll, I'll talk about the TV shows. Or you know, I think I think about it. I've just had like a couple of brain waves come in, so maybe I'll do the TV shows and stuff. Well, we'll see. No promises, but we'll see what happens. Uh, my first review, the first book that I finished in 2023 was Flowers of Aldrion, Aldrion, um, which again, if, if you haven't read, by Daniel Keyes. Fantastic book, very sad, very emotional, but extremely powerful. I've never watched the movie, um, but Flowers Algernon is an incredible, incredible story. I gave it a five star. Um, the long and short of it is that you got you got a guy called Charlie um, Gorgon, who was about to embark upon an unprecedented journey. Um, born with an unusually low IQ, He's been chosen as the perfect subject for an experimental surgery that researchers hope will increase his intelligence and produce and produce that he has already been highly successful when tested on a lab uh, lab mouse named Aldrion. As the treatment takes effect, Charlie's intelligence expands until it surpasses that of the doctors who engineered his metamorphosis. The experiment appears to be a scientific breakthrough of paramount importance until Aldrion suddenly deteriorates. Will the same happen to Charlie? fantastic and sad book. It's, it's one of those I highly recommend to everybody. Like, if you have a chance, read Flowers of Aldrion. Um, Aldrion I cannot, can't pronounce the last name, but it's got a mouse on the cover. It's by Daniel Keyes. It's an incredible book, and it it stuck with me all year. And um, the last book that I read this year, which we really wasn't a book, it was an audio book. Um, was uh, it was a big Finnish story with Paul McGann called Doctor Who and the Stones of Venice. I gave it a four star. It was a lot of fun, and I finally finished the current slate of big Finnish stories, including Paul McGann. Now I'm going back on to. Um, Peter Davis and his story. I can't remember what, what it's called now, but I'm going back to Peter Davis now and doing his a few of his stories. 
before I get back to Paul McGann. Um, maybe as well, I want to look into big finish as well next year. That's something I want to do. Um, but my year in 2023 in books has been a pretty good one. I am planning. I'm reading and reviewing more books for the podcast, like the Doctor Who books. I've still got loads of them. We still got to finish the um, Ten and Rose book series. Um, the next one is the Nightmare of Black Island, and then there's two more after that. Um, but I've also got other Doctor Who books that I've read before in the past that I want to reread and review. So that should be fun. As well as I'm going to continue with my gaming. Uh, one so like i did i've done gears of war i want to continue doing the gears of war ones i want to look into like dead space uh the bioshock one that i did, did did really really well so i want to look into a lot more video game novels and i've got other video game novels as well that i can look into also want to look into like star wars the star wars novels um i want to look into um oh they, it was right there on the top of my tongue oh anyway, i've lost it the point is i want to look into more nerdy books you know, I don't just want like with the podcast itself. I don't just want to sit here and, and like review Catcher in the Rye, even though I love Catcher in the Rye and I'd love to sit and talk about it. It's not no, it's it's not the right book for this for the demographic of this show. Maybe in the future, if I ever had the time, maybe I'll do a separate podcast where I, I do book reviews. But for for now, for this podcast, I feel like I'm just going to stick to the nerdy ones, the ones that I know people here would want to listen to, like Star Wars, like video games, like um, Doctor Who, blah, blah, blah. So expect more book reviews coming from me um, in 2024. I've already got a few of them anyway, so I've just got to get around to reading them. Um, there's more that I'm looking to buy, either through audiobook or ebook, because my room is cluttered with books. So I'm going to have to get audiobook or ebook to actually get around to reading them anytime soon, especially when I'm not at home reading. Um, when I'm out and about working or so, I can put it, get up on my phone and either listen to it or read it. So expect more book reviews coming from me this year. Um, and that's it for, for my year in books. I just wanted to talk about that. Um, Next, we're going to be talking about my plans for the future. And this part is quite important. So this part of the podcast is going to be interesting, but maybe for some a little bit of a downer. So I just kind of rip the band off at the beginning um, and just be sort of honest and straight. So if you're still listening, thank you. Um, but I just wanted to say that I am going to be taking a break for a while uh, from podcasting. I'm not leaving. Don't worry. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not leaving. Like I'm not hanging my hat up being like, oh, I've had a fantastic two years. That's it. I'm done. I'm going. No. Um, it's The simple fact is I don't allow myself to rest. Um, I work really hard on the podcast and for work and for volunteering and all the other hobbies and things that I do. Um, so because I work so hard is that a lot of things I've managed to slip at the wayside. Primarily, as some of you might be aware, I'm currently writing a book and I had planned to finish it in 2023. I wrote for a good part of the beginning of the year and then things started to ramp up close towards summer and the podcast took over. Now, I love podcasting. Podcasting is one of my new favorite hobbies. I love it. I enjoy it. I love researching. I love talking to people. I love um, putting the episodes together. I love recording. I love doing this. I love my audience. I love absolutely everything about it. But let's be honest with each other. Podcasting, 
And if you listen to this in your podcaster, you'll know what I'm talking about. Podcasting takes a lot of time. And it's not just the time of sitting down and recording. It's the part, time of editing. It's the time of, re- of doing research. It's the time of watching the movie, reading the book, playing the video game. A lot of time goes into it before you've even actually done anything to do with it. You know what I mean? Um, so because of that, I basically decided that I, I need a break and I need to sort of look at other things at the moment and just take and just take a step back. So during this break, and the reason why I'm taking it is because I'm going to focus majority of my time writing the rest of my book and hopefully finishing it or getting it close to being finished this year. Um, also, again, there are other things in my life, personal things that I've got to look into and sort out. So they take priority as well. Um, so I'm mostly doing it f- this break for me. Um, but while I'll be on my break, um, I will still be busy. I will still be researching and pre-recording full episodes so that when I do come back, um, I will have episode, look, quite a, sort of a backlog of episodes to um push out and advertise and talk about with you all um so don't worry for that things will still be doing done i just won't be posting any of it until i'm ready i don't know when i'll be coming back what day again i can't predict the future i don't know when i'll be less free um or shall we say more free um, or anything like that so i will probably go on hiatus for a little bit obviously this is coming out on the 8th of january so um, I don't know as as to when, but if you still want to sort of talk to me, or if you are a British podcaster and you want to get me on your show, if you want, like, I, like I'm not asking, but you don't have to. But you know, I'll, I'll still be around for doing collabs and things like that, and I'll still be around for chatting and being on Twitter and things like that. I just won't be posting anything for podcasting. And to be honest, from looking at Twitter in the last few days of recording this and and so on. I'm not the only one who's taking breaks. Um, Dissect that podcast is taking a break. Um, Sean from Review Yourself, he's taking a break. Dan Casting Views, he's taking a break. Um, a lot of us are taking a break. Um, I don't know why. Obviously, we all have our own separate reasons. I know mine, and I don't know why anybody else is. But it seems like a lot of people in the podcasting space are taking breaks. Um, I tried to convince the ladies from Doom Generation to take a break because we all know they they deserve one, but they didn't want to. Fair enough to them. I think they're going on a short hiatus, then they're coming back in force, which fair enough. I'm kind of glad because I love their content. But at the same stage is the fact of they deserve a break. But it's not just me. There are other podcasts taking a break. And again, I don't blame them because all the ones that I mentioned and others all work incredibly hard. So it's understandable for them. Um, But I will be back sometime in 2024. um, And when I do, it'll be fun and exciting. As for what I'm going to be doing once I'm back, um, I do have some plans and ideas. I won't share all of them, but I have got a few things that I want to mention here. So finally, I really want to complete the list of topics I made in my first year. So... In my first year of podcasting, I sat down and I wrote a list of about 30 or so topics of things I wanted to cover either that year. Um, but I either didn't cover it because other things came up or that the idea was fantastic. I just didn't feel like I was currently skilled to do it. Um, so I said to myself, second year, I will do it. Second year come around. I started doing it and then a lot of things started to happen in 2023 in terms of video games, in terms of movies and then other right. And the problems with me is the fact of 
when I get an idea, a fresh new cool idea, or I think an idea that's, that's cool anyway, I'm like, I've got to do this and I've got to cover it. And straight away, I'm off doing that. Uh, and like the Bioshock review that I did of the whole series, that took up a lot of time. So a lot of um, topics got pushed to one side and then I had to pick them back up afterwards, which meant ones that were meant to come after that got pushed back. And a lot of things came up. So my plan for 2024 and for this, which be the third season when I come back, the third series, uh, will be tackling this list. I've got it right here. I don't know if you can hear it. Right, It's an old yellowed piece of paper that I've kept in my drawer ever since. Um, I've since crossed a lot of them off. I've, there's still loads left, like, uh, for example, John Carter of Mars, um, looking at the Dragon Age series, Transformers movies, do the review of all those, all of them. I mean all of them, like the animated ones and the live-action ones. Um, for example, Barshak was on here. Uh, scratch that off. Um, other things I've I've decided not to do at all, and things that I've I've added to it. So there's like, for example, Studio Ghibli movies in order. Currently doing that. Um, see, there is a lot of films and topics and loads of different things on this list that I would love to do, but. I never got the free time to do it. Well, now that I've, I'm going to give myself the free time, do a break, I'm going to um, sit and plan out my year, or, well, shall we, well, I can't really call it a year because I don't know when I'll be coming back. But the point I'm trying to make is I'm going to sit down and I'm going to look at this list and be like, okay, I'm going to do that topic, then I'm going to do that topic, and pre record loads of episodes. So by the time I come back, I'll have loads of content for you all, as well as the fact that because there'll be pre loads of content pre-recorded, um, all I really have to do is just upload it. That gives me then more free time to focus on writing and stuff like that. So it's kind of a win-win. So you guys get loads of content that you want, um, as well as I get a lot of free time to focus on uh, my writing. And really, I just want to get my book finished this year. I'm at the, I'm at the middle, the middle of the story. Um which is kind of the hardest part because when you're at the middle, you've got to make sure everything sort of links in together and makes sense so that you can wrap it up nicely at the end. So there's a lot to focus on. But yeah, this list, it's it's huge. It's it's currently grouped to, where's the last one I wrote? I think 37 or 38, which was probably the last one. No, probably even, no, 40, sorry. <laughs> 40. So yeah, oh no, 41. Yeah. The point I'm trying to make is this is it's, it's huge. This list is so I want to get this out the way and done. So that is um, what I'll be doing when I come back. Um, also, I know I promised that I would do interviews for this season and my first season. Um, I've, I've basically decided, and I realised this as a sort of possibility and as as a reality, really, um, halfway through 2023. Um, that I currently don't have the facilities to do interviews. And I, I don't mean the fact of I don't have a studio. I mean the fact of I don't have a camera. My um, my editing skills are not that great. Again, I just don't have the time as well to book people on and to record and edit and it all. I just don't really have the time to do it. So I basically decided that I wasn't going to do interviews on this podcast. It's it's not something that I can do. Maybe again in the future, and I know I promised it. I think maybe the fact of I was just it, it was the hyper podcast. It was the fact of oh, you, everybody does interviews, so that's what you meant to do. And I quickly realised that it's not what I not what I do. It's not what the podcast is. The podcast is me talking, and that I'll do it. I'm happy to do interviews with other people, but this podcast works 
best for myself again maybe in the future i could bring somebody on when i know what i'm doing when i've actually got all the stuff maybe if i have a webcam and all that um but for now currently not eligible to do it so i figured just be honest and be like look there will there probably won't be any interviews on this podcast at all maybe not never but for a for a while um so i just wanted to be honest with that um i would still be continuing my blue sky studios movie journey uh, i think the next one that i think the last one that we did was continental drift which was ice age four um uh, and then the next one is epic which nobody really remembers to be honest i forget that movie exists every now and then um but the next one will be epic um so my Blue Star Studios like sort of journey will still be going on, as well as my Studio Ghibli journey will still be doing. I do also plan on doing a lot more license-based game reviews, um, and I've got obviously loads more ideas that I've got to come. Studio Ghibli, I'm excited for because I think it's Kiki's delivery service, which is next, which would be fun. I also want to look at other um, anime sort of films like Akira. I think I'm pronouncing it right. Uh, and like Ghost in the Shell, things like that. So I want to look at other uh, anime sort of movies um, that, you know, of all cool sort of ones. So there's that. There's other things as well. So there's a lot in terms of new ideas to come. Obviously, all the ideas are on, on my topics, on my big piece of paper, you haven't seen before anyway. So they'll all be new. But in terms of new, new, like right now, sort of in the moment thoughts, I have got loads of those uh, things that I want to do. I actually had a really cool idea recently, which I won't say anything. I won't give any 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 details, but I had a, a cool idea recently of like a topic to cover, a, a collection of movies, which I thought would be fun. Um, that probably won't come until near the end of the year. Well, any of them probably won't come to near the end of the year, but you will get sporadic here and there. You will get like Blue Sky Studios, new idea, Studio Ghibli, new idea, you know, so you'll get them out. I do want to get the Blue Sky Studios one finished, journey finished this year, and then I can look at other animated movies. I'm thinking of animated movies that actually don't get talked about. So before I jump onto another studio, I want to look at like somebody like... um like other animated movies like Land Before Time, um, Cats Can't Dance, uh, Quest of Camelot, these sort of films, the films that I sort of grew up with and those sort of films that really don't get talked about in a podcasting space or even like a movie review space. So I want to go back and check sort of the underrated sort of animated movies. So uh, those that's what I'll be doing. So like I said, I have got ideas. I've got plans of what I want to do and where I want to go. Um, but you're just going to have to wait because I'm taking a break and I do apologize for that but I just want to be honest and open with you instead of just being like hey hey to your anniversary see you in the next one and then you don't hear off me for months you know what I mean like it's it'd be a bit unfair so uh, I just wanted to be completely crystal clear that look I will be taking a break but I will see you all very soon um before I wrap up though before we get to the end of it I just want to th thank a few people um for their support um okay, first of all I want to thank my friend Darcy because if it wasn't for her and her support I wouldn't be here doing this um I've I've mentioned her before but she is my rock when it comes to a lot of things in my life um and I love her deeply and she pushed me to do podcasting it's something I've wanted to do for a long time and um she basically just pushed me of like 
Luke do it. And I've told this story before where um, she basically gave me a list of like, find a platform, find a mic, get a name, think of ideas, think of topics, what's your podcast going to be. Uh, once you've done all that, then press record, blah, 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 blah. Um, so if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be here today. So you can all thank my friend Darcy um, because if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be doing this and you wouldn't be listening to me. And there would be no such thing as a nerd standard podcast. There'd be no such thing as Howdy Beans because she calls me uh, a bean. I started thinking beans, uh, elder bean, um, young bean, howdy beans. It's all, it literally, it all starts from her. And to once when I say this to her, she doesn't believe me. She thinks, oh no, I didn't help you. We're doing it anyway. Um, But no, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be here today. So I just wanted to thank her um, first and just let her know how much I love her and how appreciated I am of her. Um, Then I want to say, Dan, from Casting Views for inviting me on his show. He invited me on uh, this year in 2023. To be honest, when I listen back to it, it's a, I feel like I cringe at myself, mostly because I was very fanboyish, because I, I, I'm a big fan of Casting Views. I think it's absolutely a fascinating podcast. We started around about the same time. I've been listening since day one. Um, so when it actually gets to like him asking me and inviting me on was incredible. And then I just couldn't believe that I was there. And to be honest, I feel like I was just huge fanboying. Um, and it's hard to listen to it now because I just cringe at myself. I'm like, oh my God, stop it. You know, he's just a normal bloke. But it was fun. It was it was a lot of fun. And again, Dan has been a great support and a great help. He's, he's He always is, to be honest. So if, you, if you're not listening to Casting Views, please do check it out. It's a, it's a fantastic show. Dan mostly does it on his own um, nowadays. He used to do it, with, I think, with his nephew or his uncle can't remember um but he used to do it with somebody else but now he, he mostly do, does does interviews or he, he's starting to do things on his own so check him out fantastic always up for advice always a friendly guy um if you're a podcaster he more than happily would love to talk to you and probably collab so let him know um as for sort of chats in art uh, as again the next I want to say thank you to Chatsu from Chatsunami. Um, almost gave it away there. Um, again, for being a big support and helping me and giving advice, but also for inviting me to join the pod pack. Uh, if anybody doesn't know what the pod pack is, the pod pack is a basically a, a collective of podcasters, myself, um, two, uh, two girls, one reusable cup, um, casting views, Review Yourself and Chatsunami and Seismic Reviews. Uh, we're all together currently. It's just us uh, to do this. Like, uh, we're trying to spread positivity in the podcasting space as well as um, collab with each other and help other indie sort of podcasters. Um, I think uh, Chatsu has released a sort of introduction, sort of short episode on his channel, uh, which will give a description of what the podcast is all about. Um, but that's a new thing that we starting for 2024, which is kind of funny because most of us have just like chats who comes to us, asks us to join. We all say yes. Um, and then he goes, I'm going to announce it for 2024. And we're going to do loads of things. And then majority of us go, we're going on break, <laughs> which again, I do apologize chats for myself. Um, it's kind of funny that majority of us went, we're going on a break at the beginning of the year. It's kind of like, oh, oh. <laughs> But uh, you know, it's it's nice to be um, it's nice to be included um to be in this in the pod pack. So I look forward to seeing how that will grow and what will happen with that. Um, but again, check chat tsunami out. Um, and finally, um, I just want to say thank you to Sean from Review Yourself. He's had me on many times. Um, sadly, we didn't get to collab in 2023. We did actually had plans of things to do. Um, but he's a very very busy boy, and um, 
we could never work fit it in and make it work um so hopefully sometime next year we did have one idea that we want to do for halloween which i won't spoil it like it's a fantastic idea um and it was uh, the movie was was a lot of fun and i don't know if sean's seen it i know i've seen it and it's funny because i yeah I, again i'm not going to say because i'll leave it for when we do the sort of the um the review um but i love the film and i think it'd be a lot of fun to do that with uh sean potentially in 2023 so Keep an eye out for me on other podcasts. That's what I'm going to say. Um, but again, want to say thank you to Sean for always being there, giving advice, giving feedback, um, and just kind of being sort of an all-round good bloke, really. Like, he's, he's always there. He's always supportive. And he's always a laugh. Um, and I just love chatting with him. He's, he's a great guy. So, again, check his podcast out. Review it yourself. Check them all out. Casting Views, Chats and Army, um, Review Yourself. Also check out other podcasts like Dissect, Dissect This Film. Um, that was pretty scary. Um, the Doom Generation, I love them ladies. I think they're hilarious. Um, the Doom Generation with Nicole and Tessa. Um, trying to think what, ev- what else. Uh, Wild Horizons. Um, try- oh, oh, God, there was, there was another one on, on, my, on my mind. It's gone. Uh, but a bit of a seismic um, reviews. Uh, there's one guy that I follow on YouTube, and he does have a podcast on Spotify. But I listen to him on YouTube. Oh God! Oh, it, it's it's a Welsh. Um, I don't know why I just did a Welsh accent. It's, it's a Welsh podcast, and they do sort of like they they literally travel around Wales and a lot some of the UK, looking at all sort of the 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 witches, the witch stories, like true life witch stories and witch trials and. Um, ghosts and ghouls and things like that and, and myths and legends absolutely fascinating i can't remember the name for the life of me um and if i can remember it i'll probably post it onto twitter but it's a fantastic um video sort of podcast interview thing that they do i really really fascinating it's an indie podcast and i love what they do i found them on youtube and i follow them on there but i can't remember the name for the life of me Oh, well, point is, there are a lot of podcasts in space out there. There are a lot of indie podcasts. Like, every day there's a new indie podcast um, starting up. Um, podcasting is really starting to grow in the last, like, two, three years. Um, so, if you are an indie podcaster, um, good luck. Um, you're doing well. Like we're all, I'm an indie podcaster still. You know, we're all in it together. We're doing fantastically. We're doing wonderfully. Um if you're not a podcaster, there are a lot of podcasters out there for you to listen to. And even if you do do podcasts, there's tons of other podcasts to listen to and to support. Um, so check them all out. And honestly, this year is, has just been absolutely fantastic. 2023, my second year in podcasting has been wonderful. It's been an absolute joy. I've learned a lot. I've met a lot of new fantastic people. Um, I've done a lot this year, not just in podcasting, but in other things. Um yeah, I'm really, really proud of how everything has come out this year um, and how the podcast is still growing. As I, as I mentioned, it's still growing on Spotify. It's still growing on YouTube. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm over the moon of how things have gone this year. It just shows that with consistency and we're putting out decent, good content. So I like to think it's good and decent, to be honest. Me, well, I'm biased with my stuff, but um, but releasing stuff on a sort of regular basis and just being sort of consistent and open and honest and trying to be an all-round sort of decent person um 
people have, have, have flocked and, and, and listened. And for that, I, I thank everybody who's followed and listened and subscribed and all that. Um, it means a lot. Hopefully, you know, next year, 2024, will be the year. You know, it'll, it'll be the year that everything explodes and everything goes huge and we get tons of new followers and tons of new subscribers. And um, yeah, things just explode. We'll see. We'll see. Like it happened for set my second year for in podcasting for season two. It will happen for series three. We will see. But for now, I'm going to go off and take my break and write my book. Hopefully, I'll get way to finishing it. We will see. Um, I will also be covering and be doing other sort of um, recording episodes as well. So don't you worry. There will episodes be ready to come when I come back. Um, you pro- Again, you probably see me collabing and being a guest on other people's um, podcasts. So keep an eye out for that. I will post when that happens on my Twitter. Um, and yes, yeah, so f- for the final time for Series 2, um, I've been your host, Luke the Human. You've been listening to the Nerd Stadia podcast, and I will see you, hopefully, very soon. Um, but if not, I will see you when I see you. Bye-bye.